keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Hello, my friend. This is Jeff C. And I wanted to jump in really quick and talk a little about this podcast episode. Roger Wakefield, who is amazing, by the way, had some tech issues and didn't actually join us until around halfway through the show. We took a lot of questions uh, during the show at first on how we produce live video using our favorite apps and our tools and best practices on the different shows we produce. If you want to jump straight to Roger's interview, go to around the 30 minute mark because he shares his story on how he grew his local business with YouTube, and it really is inspiring. Seriously, you do not want to miss it. We decided to leave the entire show leading up to him actually joining us because so many people messaged us on how much value they got when we were sharing tools that we use like Descript and other ones. Anyway, just a heads up, and now on with the show. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C., and you're not. And I'm Grace Duffy, and I am very excited to be back with all of you this week. This is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. And today's show is brought to you by Restream, the best way to live stream to YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and as Jeff was showing us before the show, Amazon Live and 30 other destinations, actually over 30 other destinations all at once. And you can expand your audience by multi-streaming today. Find out more how to do this and even more over at socialmedianewslive.com slash restream. Yeah, and today we are going to be talking all about some YouTube news, and we're going to uh, first kind of break into the the YouTube news because we're going to be talking about um, this. This is kind of an interesting thing is that TikTok overtakes YouTube at VidCon. So Grace, kind of break this down. What does that mean that they overtook them? What's going on? Is YouTube going away? What's happening? No, YouTube is certainly not going away. But VidCon, which of course was first held in 2010, has always been closely aligned with YouTube. YouTube looking to support this amazing community of digital video creators, of course, has been a lead sponsor, a headlining sponsor of the event since 2013. And it is that was until this year. 2021, when TikTok signed on as the title sponsor of VidCon USA 2021, which is being held in Anaheim, California, uh, at the Anaheim Convention Center, August 21st, 24th, and it is actually going to be in person. So this is a big deal. You know, events were all virtual, and now we're kind of making our way back to in person. I know there's a lot that have been in person lately, but this is a big deal. Everyone's looking forward to it. But, you know, there's been a lot of press around this because, uh, you know, it's it's the first time that this this upstart this this what this teenage app or whatever this TikTok has been taking over the YouTube. But YouTube does say that it is still going to be in the mix as one of the secondary sponsors. It is not going away, Jeff. But it does mark a big shift in the industry and more broadly within the creator community and you know especially people that are embracing multiple platforms and seeing uh, a lot of success with that shorter content, which of course, when we had Janet Murray on a few weeks Mm -hmm. ago, that's what we talked a ton about, right? Yeah. So one of the things, and I, um, uh, oops, sorry, I have the wrong thing up there. There we go. Um, That was you. 
And now I'm going to take it away. So uh, the uh, one of the things um, Jennifer asked, wait, was VidCon, is it happening this year? No, uh, this is this is the upcoming thing that they said that they're, they um, were actually got the big, they spent all the money and got the big advertising thing, correct? Is that what you're, that, yes, what the yes. news so was? Yes, so VidCon yeah. is, so VidCon is coming, is happening this year. Mm-hmm. It's in October and it is in Anaheim. So, and I know that uh, our friend, our good friend, Rob Balasabas, who's a, who works for TubeBuddy, mm-hmm. which is owned by Ben, they are one of the big, like that's one of their big events. So this is definitely happening. It's very exciting. And I think it's especially exciting because this is the first time a lot of people are uh, getting together in person for a big conference. And even, right. you know, I do events for, uh, right. for Restream. And so, you know, we've been on my end, at least just kind of like, do we go in person? Do we not go in person? So the fact that this is in person, the fact that it's VidCon, the fact that it's TikTok, there's a lot of exciting news here. Yeah. So, um, this, this is kind of, and you know, YouTube has got on this bandwagon with shorts. So I want to know from you guys in the audience, have you started doing, let's just not say, um, just YouTube shorts, but like other short form content, you know, we, you know, we've done stories for a while. They've been out for, I don't know how long, but then, you know, we've got reels now we've got YouTube shorts and, you know, even Pinterest has Pinterest, uh, video, but it's also got the new, uh, idea pins that used to be story, uh, story pins. Now it's idea pins that are all these platforms are starting to really capitalize on this short form content. So have you tried them? Are you trying to do them? Um, I know even, uh, and Grace and I were talking about this show when we were, when we were talking about Rogers stuff that um, it's like he's on TikTok, but he's also in short. So a lot of people are repurposing stuff across platforms because for YouTube to consider it a short, it's got to be uh, sh- the the video has to be in um, under sixty seconds. So um, you can re- a lot of people are repurposing things. So have you tried it? So uh, Rodrigo says yes, we're doing shorts on Instagram. So. Are you taking the 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 short form comp, uh, content from like I assume it's reels and moving it over to YouTube Shorts? And one of the things uh, that a lot of uh, YouTube creators have started to do is actually, and there's this one of my favorite uh, YouTubers that I watch all the time, and I, he has a, a show on actually tomorrow morning uh, at it's eight o'clock uh, Central Time. But it's Nick Nimmin, and he does a incredible live show where he, you know, gives YouTube strategies. A lot of uh, creators are actually taking YouTube Shorts and creating a separate channel for it because right. they don't want to mess right. up the algorithm or they want to don't want to do something like that. So they're actually taking it and creating that. Other people are are like some. Um, newer creators, like I consider myself a newer creator, are finding a lot of, you know, success with their shorts, getting their channel discovered. And then other people are going on and clicking on their, their, um, content and, you know, kind of blowing their channel up. So there's this kind of two different, you know, camps that people are thinking, you know, create a new channel. Well, maybe you need, you know, other people are saying, oh, do it on your own channel. So I'd love to know what you guys are thinking. So, uh, Rodrigo says, uh, we specifically do that purpose of giving pill, uh, uh, pills and some call to action. Okay. Very, very I was going to say, Rodrigo, I, I agree with you because I think from a marketing perspective and a promotion perspective, it's hard to get someone to, watch our 45 minute long show or hour long show, right? Like you have to give the value and you have to give the, uh, 
you, the call to action, right? You have to say, hey, this is who we are. This is this is what we're going to talk about. This is what you can expect from us. And I think a short, I think someone said 59 seconds to be exact on YouTube shorts. 59 seconds, even and under, is a good way to introduce someone to who you are and to get them interested in you, especially when they're done creatively. I know that as a as a big TikTok um consumer, I'm not a performer, uh, you know, like I, I've even gotten very impatient with my own scrolling there, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. 30 seconds, uh, 60 seconds is like, I'll be like, if it doesn't get me at the beginning, like, you know, I'm probably going to just move on or whatever, right? But it's a good way, like strategically to get people to get to know you, get to know your company, get to know your brand, get to know what they expect from you. Yeah. And the interesting thing, you know, we we're talking about this is the TikTok that, you know, the big thing is it's unseated YouTube and YouTube kind of responded back is like, yeah, we're still going to be there and we've got stuff going on the way we haven't announced yet. So, you know, chill out. So, but I, I know they're feeling the pressure uh, because, you know, uh, one of the things that if you talk to a lot of creators or even end users, so like even my daughter, 20 year old daughter, she loves TikTok because it seems like that it constantly gives them what they want to see. Uh, the algorithm on TikTok is amazing because once you get it trained, it continues to keep you on the platform, which is what all of these networks want is they want to keep you on the platform so they can sell ads and mine your data and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, you know, I'm sure YouTube is feeling the pressure because, you know, YouTube's the second largest search engine in the world and having this, relatively young upstart TikTok, you know, really succeed with this short form content. You know, I think the shorts were rolled out, you know, in response to all this. So uh, I'd love to know how you guys are implementing them in your video strategy. So um, Melanie says- Jennifer makes a good point. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Melanie says, good morning. I haven't taken on YouTube shorts just yet, but it's in the plan. A lot of people, hey, Melanie, good to see you. Yeah, a lot of people um, are are feeling that same thing. It's like, yes, I got to do shorts. A lot of repurposing is going on. Uh, Jennifer goes, what were you going to say? This is... Is this the comment yeah. you wanted? Yeah. I wonder if we're conditioning ourselves to shorter and shorter form of content we consume it. Jennifer, I agree. I think we are. And I think it's because, at least in this last year, definitely, we've seen that uptick of content, right? Like, you know, it used to be really novel that we had a show. And now mm-hmm. it's like everyone kind of has a show, right? And right. you have to find a way to set yourself apart. And I think that shorter content is getting you in front of more people. She also follows up her comment with saying that she agrees her kids, ages 14 and 22, they love it that it's customized to them and it uses them to, they use it to discover more of what they like or don't know existed. Uh, to that point, Jennifer, I, you know, my kids are on TikTok too. They're, they're various ages of teenager and my husband will consume it as well. And all four of us do not have the same feed, right? So I was talking about something, they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, you know, like, they're like, oh, we're on, we're on sea shanty TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right. well, I'm on political TikTok. <laughs> so right. I think there's something for everyone. And I think that's something that can translate over to other platforms like YouTube shorts. Yeah. Eric Fisher goes, this conversation is too long. Didn't read. Ha ha. So he's being smarmy, everybody. So, but anyway, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I, then here's, so let's say, okay. You, you know, like Melanie uh, says, oh, I always love for learning from you, Jeff. You too, Grace. Oh, oh, thank you so much. That's too kind. But uh, one of the things I wanted to give you, and I, I get it, man. It's like, another thing we have to do. Okay. Reels just came out. Now I've got to do shorts. Now I've got to do short form content. I can barely get a YouTube video out once a month or whatever it is. And we're like, oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? So, um, I'll, I'll share, you know, what I have been experimenting with and how I've tried to, and I've 
to some degree success, I think, uh, how it works. So after do- we're done with this show, so this show is recorded. Um, you can download it. Ecamm records it. So does Restream. It records it, and it actually splits it up and across uh, many different um you know, like Grace's track is separated from, yeah, it's separated from mine, mine is separated and there's a mixed version. So it's perfect for podcasting. So, uh, and, and Ecamm does the same thing too. Amazing, amazing stuff that both these platforms do. But what I do as soon as this show is over is I take it and I upload it to this platform called Descript. And what Descript does is um, we've all had played with these, you know, um, transcription AI stuff. I think Descript has the best possible one out there. It is really, really accurate. And I've tried every single one of them. So I use Descript for this show. I use it for Tailwind Show. I use it to produce Guy Kawasaki's podcast. Um, it's it's amazing. So once you have uploaded to Descript, you can actually edit it as a text-based editor. Like you're using Word, it actually will it will actually trim the video and also the audio. So what I like to do is I actually go through and make clips of our show. Like a lot of times we'll ask the guests and they'll give us a great uh, response. It's about perfect for YouTube Shorts if it's under uh, 60 seconds. Well, I can export that out get it all done and upload it to YouTube. I can upload it as a Pinterest uh, idea pin. I can upload it as a reel or an IGTV. And so everything starts for us with the transcript. As soon as we're done, mm-hmm. it goes to transcript. And then I have, I haven't. And the cool thing is too, is you can export that text as an SRT file. So you already have captions already done. You don't have to upload it to another service and have captions created from it. It's already done in Descript. So Descript has saved us here at Social Media News Live and about all, and all those other properties so much time. So if you haven't checked it out, make sure you guys go to Descript.com and uh, it's amazing. Can I tell you, can I tell you why I like it? I like it because I get the words mixed up all the, like I'll say Facebook when I mean YouTube or whatever. And so I've learned to just pause and start over. And when you go into Descript, you can actually take those errors, those ums, those ahs, yes. those, and you just like, select it, delete it, and it just chunks it out and it's, it's gone. Ca- it's called remove filler words. Now I will be said this, and I have this constant fight. I hope he's not watching with Guy Kawasaki because he'll hits that. He, he, you can just select everything and say, remove filler words. Then it sounds a little robotic because nobody yeah. talks that way. Uh, yeah. And, and sometimes I have to go back and smooth things over or I add them back in. Uh, Cause a lot of times we'll say, people will say like I just did a double word and descript will take that out. And so I, I want it to sound natural more than I want it to be perfect. But when you export it as a transcript, you can have that and you can take it out so you don't see an uh underneath that, you know, as a subtitle. So anyway, sorry, got off on that. But I just wanted to show you guys a way that then you can you can take one piece of content and make it go across all the different platforms using a tool like Restream or uh, 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 Ecamm and then taking it and putting it, uploading it as a file and having Descript kind of chop it and go through it and chop it up for you. Because I'm like you, like Jennifer goes uh, here. She goes, yes, 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 Jeff. Nope, nope, nope. Too much stuff to do. And um, uh, yes, uh, Lisa goes one word repurpose. Very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So So the more you can repurpose, the better you are. 
Yes. Uh, so we have a comment here. Eric, our friend Eric says, unless I'm mistaken, YouTube shorts are mobile only, correct? I watch a lot of YouTube, but mainly mark things watch later during the day so I can keep focused on work at hand and watch it on my TV. That is a good point. It is mobile first. It is also just now kind of rolling out. It's just now expanding to more regions. So I think it's something that they're also trying to experiment with. I know the news changes all the time. So of course, you know. So Yes, it is mobile first, so it'll show up what they call the short shelf on your mobile phone when you're like looking at YouTube. So that is, it's it's made for mobile. I do believe that it's also because a lot you use the hashtag shorts uh, when you upload it as a title. I think it also creates that inside of your YouTube page. So I believe that you can go and watch it also from desktop if you want to. But it is, it's you know, it's it's the vertical video. It's you know, that's you know, that's one of the things that it, it really is mobile first. It's like a TikTok killer. So yeah, exactly. So let's see. Uh, yes. And so this, thank you, uh, Jennifer. So, oh, Jennifer, if you haven't used it, you need to use it. It's because um, Jennifer does a ton of lives. Uh, she is an uh, amazing uh, person, you know, for strategy on social media. And uh, yeah, so it's amazing. So descript.com, check it out. Thank you, Jennifer, for dropping that link in the comments. So Martin has a question, uh, if we can bring it up, is yeah. it beneficial to be on all channels, TikTok, YouTube shorts and the others, or should you concentrate on one? That is a hot question. Jeff, what are your thoughts on that? So it used to be, so let's take it just from a live standpoint, like going live. It used to be that you could only pull comments in from like one place you were broadcasting on. Um, and then a lot of the live streamers and the, the strategists would say, you know, concentrate on going live on one platform, build up your audience and then go, you know, the other places. Now with the technology from like Ecamm that we, that we're using here and also Restream, um, that pull comments and I can tell like that was from Martin over on Facebook and we had uh, Jason McComb uh, auto electrical uh, learning says afternoon. So, uh, and I can tell he's from YouTube so you can build an audience in every place. So now I would say, yes, it's for going live, go live everywhere because it's not that harder now to do that. And you can increase your audience because some people prefer to watch on YouTube and some people prefer to watch on something else. But his point, uh, Martin's point of, you know, being all channels, TikTok, YouTube, all that stuff. I haven't dove in much to TikTok just because sometimes you can't um, do all the things. <laughs> I just, you just can't. Well, and I also think that with TikTok, there's a, there's a barrier of culture, right? There's a certain culture, there's a certain lingo, there's certain things that are very germane to TikTok. So I think it is a little harder to break in there, but it's not impossible because, you know, for instance, our uh, Roger, who we're supposed to have on the show today, still don't no, have we heard from him yet? So I haven't checking. seen anything, but I've checked. So okay. I have, yeah. No worries. Good. Anyway, so um, as we're researching the show, like you know, he is a sensation on YouTube. So I was just like, I wonder what he's doing on Facebook. And it's just like, oh, okay. So he's kind of, mul so he's multi-streaming from YouTube to Facebook. And then I was like, well, let's see how he is on TikTok because we're talking about a TikTok segment. And he had the same type of content, right? It was geared towards TikTok, but he had the same kind of content because that's who he is. That's his brand. And that's what you could expect from him. So um, I think it just depends on if you can take the same content and translate it over and people know who you are. It's another, it's another way of getting yourself out there and, meet, and meeting a different audience. Now, there is an audience for him in TikTok because I watch a lot of DIY. I right. watch a lot of home improvement. I watch a lot yes. of stuff. Uh, but on TikTok, it's a little harder because like they'll do it in like 60 seconds. You're like, whoa. So it does make you want to like, now I'm like, oh, I really want to learn how to build that 
that closet. Like right. now I'm going to go find them on YouTube. I'm going to read their yeah. blog because I need the deeper content, but I never would have known about it if I didn't first find out about it on TikTok. So I suggest that if you have the content, you've created the video, use it, put yeah. it on there. And I love DIY stuff too, but there's no way I'm going to be welding and stuff like Roger does with plumbing. Plumbing scares me to death. So, um, so Jennifer, so we were talking about the script and you guys really honed in on that. She goes, Oh my gosh, this would save so much time. Uh, Scott says, I've got my notepad out. Yeah. So um, and Jennifer goes, that was awesome. Thank you. So, you know what, if you guys would be interested in like, maybe like a little power tip on um, uh, like Descript and, and kind of maybe a little bit more fleshed out of how I use it for Guy's podcast and how we use it for this show, you know, send me a text message here at 903-287-9088. That's 903-287-9088. And I'll put together like a PDF or best practices or maybe even my workflow on how I do that. Just tell me that, you know, you want the Descript thing uh, when you text me and I'll put you, uh, I'll make sure that that link goes out to all you guys. It's no spam. It's nothing like that. It's just, uh, this is a way we can get past those algorithms and I can see you. So 903-287-9088. So, uh, Melanie goes totally agree. Don't remove the filler words unless it's just a hot mess segment. Yeah. That would be me. I'm a no, hot mess. We, so. I have never removed a word that Grace says. It does say her name weird. Sometimes It calls her, you know, like lace fluffy, something weird. So, uh-huh. um, I know that sounds like something, you know, we won't go there, that but anyway, like that, that sounds like a Facebook meme name. Yeah. <laughs> I won't say which kind. <laughs> yeah. So, J- so, um, Jason says, hello, I'm glad you're all talking about local businesses. Yeah. So the, the we were going to have Roger on, but there, there's some sort of technical uh, area, but we will make sure we get Roger on, but this does apply to local businesses because what we've been talking about all this morning, it started with, you know, TikTok, and they had some news about that, but then we kind of got off onto uh, Descript. One of the things that I know a lo- local businesses have a, a big struggle with is trying to do all the things. And one of the things that we were talking about is the tool that we use called Descript that allows us to upload this thing one time, base everything off a transcript, you know, chop and trim and do everything inside of the script and then export it out everywhere. So that's why Grace and I love um, live videos because we come up with all this, we have all this content, we can chop it up, send it out there. And she loves it so much. She actually worked, works at Restream. So to find out more and, and support Grace, go to switchmenewslive.com forward slash Restream. Where are you laughing and at? I want to note, I want to note, Descript isn't even a sponsor. We're no. just that nerdy about it. Like it we is. Are and I do have an affiliate it. link, but I didn't even think about what we were talking about today. So, but I don't care. I don't care about that. You guys use it because it is a, I'm seriously, it has changed. It changes the way I edit video. It changed because here's this here. Okay. I'm going to even get even nerdier. So not only can you export a, um, you know, you clip out your, your video out there and, and send it out there. You can export it as a, um, you know, word file for, you can have a transcript from your show. You can export it as a, uh, Adobe audition file. So if you're like a podcast pro, you can have it all go into audition. You can ex- export it as a premiere file. If you're using Adobe premiere, it is, it is amazing, 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 amazing. So not being said, uh, so Jennifer says, um, YouTube shorts, can you upload or does it have to be created in the app? You can upload it. Um, you can upload it. it yes. yes. So that's what we're I, doing over at, uh, that's what yeah. we're doing over at restream with our long form videos is we are right. creating it. So you have the, you have the ability to create 
edit, do everything you don't have to do on a mobile. I hate having to edit things on a tiny screen. You can uh, create the video and then upload it. So, and I believe also it's got to be vertical video and it's got to be under 60 seconds. So uh, that's how they know it's a short. Uh, You used to, and I I still do it. You used to have to put uh, hashtag shorts in the title. Uh, But somebody told me last week that you don't have to do that anymore. As long as it's under 60 seconds, I still do it just because... I don't know if that's true or not. So I would I still think use it's roll, I, I don't think shorts is necessarily rolled out to every region yet. So I think that does right. help you with your searchability, if, especially if you're looking. Now, we do have some other news, Jeff. Are we... Do you well, wanna... Let me go through some more questions. Uh, okay. So TikTok yeah, goes, go Eric Fisher goes, TikTok to me, young people, dancers, and older-ish people trying to be young or dance. My So Abby calls, my daughter, Abby calls it, you know, she goes like, that's old TikTok. And, um, but she loves to watch the older people on TikTok. She just thinks they're cute and funny and loves to watch them. So yes. Um, let's see. This is, uh, Melanie says when multi-streaming, just be aware of your audience on each platform. That is very true. That is very and true. Restream and Ecamm Restream allows you to do that because it filters in all the comments. I wish I could share my screen with you, but like, um, it filters in all the comments as they're coming in, everywhere they're coming in. So both Jeff mm-hmm. and I are seeing all of them and we're able to call you up by name and say, hey, thank you for yeah. the comment, Melanie. So absolutely. And it's a good way to do it because do you remember, Jeff, do you remember in the old days when you'd have to have like, this phone is going to Facebook, right. this camera is going to exactly. <laughs> YouTube. Exactly. This one's go- we got to get out Periscope. And oh, I remember like back at the, you know, when we, when we first started working together, there was this other step that you had to do. You had to like, wire cast it to everywhere because we were yep. going live and yeah so, so yeah, now it, it's i just click so link. easy it's so easy now you guys have no idea and i used to have to use like we talked about restream i mean ecam earlier um it's super easy to build out shows like this where i can you know i can go and we don't have a guest here but you can see i can have a place for a guest i can have i mean i built these all out myself this is not a template and it's really easy to do and i add these overlays like you can see grace here amazingly and so it's really easy to do with ecamm and then like we've talked about numerous times restream is amazing to be able to go out to all the different places and pull in those comments from all those different places you don't have to run a separate you used to have to run a separate chat app and all this other stuff it's all it all comes in so it's amazing so um, okay, let's go back to the the second uh, piece of news that we have. And this is um, talking a little bit more about shorts yeah. and the YouTube thing. So yeah. why don't you break this down for us, Grace? Of this course, uh, absolutely. Thing. So as YouTube rolled out, it's, it's rolling out shorts, right, to more regions. It's also adding more options for creators and for channel managers. So the first thing is that they are giving creators more control over how other creators can use the audio from their uh, from their videos mm-hmm. in the shorts to remix, including the capacity to block short sampling in bulk. So to break this down even further, like you can take, this is popular on, on TikTok for sure, where you can take the audio from a video and then use that in your own video and do your own interpretation of it. Like a lot of times that's how like things kind of get viral is that they're like a sound will go viral, right? Or a sound effect or a particular song and people will do their own kind of interpretation around it. And so um, YouTube shorts has this capability as well. And so it's really interesting to me that YouTube is blocking this because, you know, you uh, blocking the 
we're giving creators the ability to block this mm -hmm. because one, YouTube is clearly hoping to make this remixing feature a key element of shorts because it is such a big deal at TikTok, right? It is such a big deal about what makes it popular is because you can add on your own interpretation to different right. things, right? And then YouTube also has exponentially a larger content library than anywhere else in the world, right? right? I used to know how many hours of video were loaded at any second, uploaded at any second on YouTube. I have lost count. So they have this huge creative library for the ability to you know, get really interesting, get really cool, get really drilled down and, and create that sense of community around uh, the audio in these shorts. And so remixing could actually be explosive. So I find it really strange that they're limiting this, Jeff. What do you think? So here's what I think, because this is a this is a thing also that um, that is a little bit controversial and uh, some of the creators. And once again, I'm going to reference Nick Nimmin uh, that he has a show uh, tomorrow morning at eight. Uh, central, which is a if you're wanting to learn about YouTube and and, and kind of get best practices and stuff, he does a live show and he brings in guests. It's amazing, great great show. Uh, but what is there's kind of there's two camps because originally when I think shorts rolled out, they did not have this ability. And what it is, you got to scroll through, you know, when you give them permission, you know, to like, it's not for kids. It's all those things you click on in your YouTube channel. There's another little, little button that says, you know, allow this to be used for, you know, remixing on shorts. And a lot of people were worried about it. And I kind of feel this way as well is that, um, oh, here's Roger. We'll bring him on. So uh, let's, we'll ask Roger what it is. So here we go. Let me pull him on real quick. Um, dun, 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 dun. so let's see if he gets on here. Let's see. He's in the green room. But let's while we're see. getting Roger in, I'll fill you in on the second part of the news, okay. which is that they are rolling out. Uh, YouTube is also rolling out more analytics into the main YouTube app. So as we were mentioning, Shorts is very mobile friendly, mobile first. And so they are rolling out these analytics within the main YouTube app so that us as channel managers, us as company owners, us as marketing people can follow those analytics the same place you follow all your other analytics. So that's the other thing that they rolled out. Yeah. So Roger, if you can hear us, uh, <laughs> that uh, we can't see you. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to boot you, see if you can refresh and come back in. So once again, folks, this is live. So we'll try this again. This is the part that we would chunk out into script. That's right. That's, <laughs> we would upload this into script and we will take this out for the podcast um, because yep. I, I, I figured there was some sort of technical thing going on. So, uh, but oh, no back worries. to that, here he goes again. Let me, let me, uh, let me do this. So let me, there he is. Oh my gosh. He's here. Roger Wakefield. Can you hear us? I owe you the biggest apology. <laughs> you do not. We no. uh, we figured I, oh there was God, some I, sort of plumbing emergency somewhere in Dallas. We gave you all the grace and understanding. <laughs> oh God, I love your story so much better. <laughs> I, 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 stick, I'm, we'll, I'm we'll just stick with it, okay? I, no, I love it. Yeah, I had to change clothes. I was covered in poop from head to toe. That's Would you right. buy that? Yeah. That's right. Well, I, my our excuse when before you got on here, our excuse is we're both hot. So we were running fans and stuff. Yeah. So we had to like. <laughs> we thought maybe the power was out in Texas. Because, you know, we're all three from Texas, Roger. You know. Yeah. I, lo I love that. Now, what part are y'all from? Well, Grace is I like am next in, door. I'm actually in Dallas. And I actually saw one of your vans as I was going to my kid's school. They go to school um, in, in uh, Collin County. Did that scare you? I mean, when people <laughs> no. see my face that big driving down the road, no. I have seen cars swerve off the road. 
No, I was actually, Jeff and I were talking about you because we were like, you know, talking about getting you on the show and then your face showed up. I'm like, it is a sign from God that we are meant to be together. So I'm glad this came together. So, and Jeff, where are you at? I'm in Longview, Longview, Texas. Oh my gosh. Uh, my father-in-law lives out in outside of Tyler out in Bullard. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's great. So let me, by the way, this is, this is every conversation with people in Texas. They always say, yeah. like, if you don't know you're from Texas, you'll find out, right? <laughs> we'll yeah, tell real you. quick. So real let's quick. let me let me introduce Roger because this is this is why we've been talking about how we do our show and we've been all sorts of things. But this is how we're going to upload this to the script and we'll be able to move it all around. But let me introduce you guys to Roger Wakefield. If you don't know who Roger is, you should. He is a YouTube sensation and a master plumber with over 40 years of experience. So he is from the great state of Texas and he is the founder owner operator of Texas green plumbing. Now he's not only a green certified business owner, speaker, and trainer, Roger is one of the top YouTube influencers in the world with get this. And it's probably even more than this now, but 331,000 subscribers and over 2 million views on his YouTube channel. His YouTube channel grew from 361 subscribers to over uh, 20,000 in his first full year. And you can catch Roger's videos three times a week. Roger, I'm so glad you've made it to the show today. Thank you so much, man. Okay, now the the only correction I have, and and, and just for clarity, because it it blows my mind, you said 2 million views. Uh Uh-oh. That's that's about what we get in about three weeks. What are Uh, you at now? Uh, my, my channel's got about 36 million views now. Oh what? my gosh. 36 awesome. million. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, and I'm just stating it for fact. I'm not, I'm not trying to, it, it's just, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy what's going on. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. It's 37 million now. Oh my okay. gosh, Roger. Okay. And well, I'm Roger, I, I'm so excited that you're here. We already talked about the news before you got here. So let's just talk, let's take the segment and let's talk about you and let's talk about your story about, you know, how you got started with YouTube. So as you said, you were a plumber. So for people that are just getting to know you now, tell us about how you got started on YouTube because um, I have a plumber that lives in my neighborhood and I never see him because he is always working. So I'm very curious how you running this massive local business, massively successful local business had time to get on YouTube and create these videos. It's really funny because when I started my company, of course, we started paying a lot of marketing companies and we figured that we spent about $47,000 trying to make the phone ring. And the bad thing is there were a lot of companies we hired that literally made the phone stop ringing. And Mm. that's a, that's a tough thing to deal with as a business owner. So I would start talking to them about social media and it's, it seemed like they didn't even know what they were talking about. And this is marketing companies here in the Dallas area. So Mm. I actually started studying, realized I wanted to learn social media. I went to social media marketing world in 2018. Mm. First time I ever walked in and now I'm from Dallas. So I show up there two hours early. The doors are locked. (laughs) I go eat breakfast. I come back. I'm an hour early, but the doors are open. And I walked in and said, look, can I go ahead and register? And a young lady's like, absolutely. And she gets me all signed up and she says, okay, I'm going to find some other plumbers for you to hang out with. And she starts scrolling through her list and she looks up, she said, there's a, there's no other plumbers here. 
Who else would you hang out with? I said, roofers, electricians, HVAC techs, anybody in the residential service industry. And she's like, I'm sorry, there's nobody here like you. <laughs> now, a lot of people would have just said, you know what? I'm going home. I'm in the wrong spot. This is not where I belong. And literally, I just looked at her and I thought, wow. She says, I don't know who you're going to hang out with. I said, don't you worry about me. I'll be fine. And I, I realized it sitting there and learning from people how to do social media from people that do social media every day, not just people that sell social media, not just people that talk about it, but people that do it every single day completely changed my life. So, so Roger, what have been the results other than, you know, you have this gargantuan YouTube channel. Um, so what's the results for your business? Not let's, let's keep your, um, you know, your consulting, your social media consulting and your speaking and all that stuff, you know, separate, but for your, your, for your plumbing business, since you started producing and distributing these, these YouTube videos. Well, whenever I went to social social media marketing world, Jeff, we had been paying Google probably three or four grand a month to try to make the phone ring. Mm-hmm. Now they pay me a lot of money to make my phone ring. I make videos about plumbing and it drives traffic. So, Complete turnaround. So how, I was going to ask you this before the show, but how, so how do you have plumbers working under you now? I mean, is it now, you know, Roger Wakefield has taken over Dallas Plano area. There's no other plumbers around. I mean, how many, how big has your company grown since? Cause I know you can't do it all. So how big is it now? Well, we, we've actually got four trucks. And so, and look, I'm not the biggest company around. The biggest companies around are on all the local media stations every morning. They pay probably fifty dollars to $250,000 a month on advertising. And, and I don't spend that money. I do it through social media, but everything on social media also points back to a website. And not that I use it. I don't use social media as advertising but there's links in there. People know how to find me mm -hmm. and my domain authority on regular website has gone above some of the biggest companies in Dallas just because of what I do on social media. That Absolutely. is so awesome. So I find it really interesting uh, that your, your goal, your goal, your stated goal on your YouTube channel is that you're teaching homeowners how to save money on their plumbing by doing DIY plumbing projects, which I, as a homeowner owner here in Dallas, fully appreciate, right? And you're also teaching other plumbers and other plumbing companies and plumbing company owners uh, how to do the best, how to be the best plumbers in their area and run a successful plumbing business. Now, as someone that works for a company, that sounds very counterintuitive of like, you're teaching your customers to do what you could be doing for them and you're helping potential competitors succeed. So tell us about that. Tell us about, you know, someone comes to me like, that sounds crazy, Roger. <laughs> like, what would you say to them? Well, the, the thing is, number one, Dallas is big enough. I, I couldn't get to all the customers if I wanted to. So the thing is, if I can teach other plumbers to be better, if I can teach them how to be better businessmen, better plumbers, better communicators with their customers, to me, that makes the world a better place. And if I can teach homeowners how to fix the things that they should be able to fix. We live in Texas. The Texas State Board of Plumbing Examiners says you as a homeowner legally can repair your own plumbing if you want to. So my thing is, if you're going to work on it, why not teach you to do it the right way? What I do is I teach you, I empower you 
But then if you run across something that you can't do, I'm your trusted advisor. I'm the one you're going to want to call. I'm the one you're going to ask questions to. And I think I've just, I've put myself in a good position just by giving, a, giving away great value. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love that the generosity in your spirit, right? Because I think that you're absolutely right. There is room for everyone and you're helping people wherever they are, reach that next level. So I know, you know, we've talked about plumbing, but you are actually a champion of people of all trades, right? So in perusing your YouTube channel, I noticed a new show called Getting Into Trades is something that, of course, you are um, a big advocate of. So tell us about this show and what viewers can expect from this, uh, from watching it. Well, the, the very first year I was at Social Media Marketing World, I met a gentleman named Pete Vargas. And Pete is an amazing speaker and he teaches people how to tell their story. And I was actually with him last week and we talked about what I want to do in life. And I literally, my goal is to help two and a half million people over the next three years, get into the trades, become better tradesmen, start their own company and learn to use social media to grow their businesses. And there's a shortage of tradespeople in the United States. We're 900,000 people short right now. And every year there's for every 10 people that retire, there's only four people getting back into the trades. So these numbers, the deficiency is going to get even bigger. And everybody knows the laws of supply and demand. What tradespeople are making now, it's going to be drastically more in the next few years just because there's going to be less tradespeople. I'm going to have to pay plumbers more to come to work for me because there's not as many of them. So the price is going to go up, but that's going to turn around too, because now I'm going to have to charge my customers more. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's where we're headed. And I truthfully think I can help people and help the people of America by bringing more people into the trades and helping kind of, eliminate that supply and demand aspect. So, and this is a live show that you're doing. So I'm curious as a viewer, like what kind of, what kind of questions are you getting from, from other viewers um, on that show? Like what are people that maybe not know anything about the trades or may not even considered it or they're considering and they don't know, like, what are they asking you? The, the, the biggest thing that I get is there's not a clear path as to how to get into the trades. So what I'm doing is I'm actually not teaching them how to join pipe. I'm not teaching them how to hang light fixtures, how to check switches, how to put refrigerant in an HVAC unit, anything like that. I'm teaching them the things that I learned in the trades. I joined the union after I'd been plumbing for 17 years. And, you know, when you join the union and you're non-union guy, they've got some great names for you, (laughs) none of which I can say here. But the, the funny thing about it is, I moved up to a foreman, to a superintendent, to a general superintendent, all the way up to director of operations for one of the larger mechanical contractors. And then I realized I want to work for myself because I don't have the same mindset. We're not headed the same direction. And Mm -hmm. I decided to open my own company. But what I've looked back and realized is there's nobody out there teaching people that clear path to get into the trades, to become the best tradesman. How did I become a foreman and a superintendent, basically in a foreign land? How did I walk in as a non-union person and end up leading crews on some of the biggest union jobs in Dallas? And that's what I want to teach people. How do you set yourself apart to become that foreman, to become that superintendent, that project manager? 
how do you put yourself in a position to make the most money possible? That's great. Mm. So I really love your tagline. And I think it's on your website. It's like you empower all tradesmen to grow the revenue with integrity using the power of social media. So is there a, I mean, because of your success with social media, do you think that's something that most tradesmen or once they get established in a business, they don't even have any idea about that this is something that um, anybody can do? Or, or why did you pick, you know, instead of like, uh, you know, uh, grow the revenue with, you know, um, you know, having that forward thinking or whatever, but why did you pick social media? Is it something that because of your success that you were just able, I can teach this now? I think that if I can teach tradesmen to use the power of social media, that is a way that every tradesman I help bring in and help with can help recruit more people into the trades. I think the more we tell our stories, the more we connect with other people. You know, I did not have the, the greatest upbringing. I, I, I was in trouble all the way through high school. I didn't go to college. Uh, I was, I got out, uh, literally I got into the trades before I got out of high school because I had quit and, and I did go back and graduate with my class, but I got in the trades, I got out along the way. I, be, I became a cosmetologist, a massage therapist, a bodyguard, a bouncer, a bartender, but I've always ended up back in the trades. And I think that by telling our stories, we connect with people that maybe think, you know, I could never be a plumber. Look, I, I, I've probably should have been voted most likely to go to jail <laughs> when I was in high school, but I woke up one day and thought, wow, you know what? I'm good at this. I can build things and repair things. I mean, look at the world that we're in. Just look around everywhere you go, the buildings, the roads, the bridges, tradespeople either built it or repaired it. Mm -hmm. And we're running out of those people. We've got to start filling those positions. And I just, I saw a great opportunity and thought, God, I want to tell people about why this is such a great profession to be in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. You, you, one of my favorite, uh, I don't know, characters or shows was Dirty Jobs, Mike Rowe. And you, you echo a lot of his, his philosophy as well. So I, I, I really enjoy that. So, um, one of the things that I know a lot of people are asking is like, okay, Roger, we see you, you're everywhere. How do you balance training people on social media and running a plumbing company at the same time? I mean, you are pro three videos a week is amazing just for normal and people. We, you're, and you run a plumbing company too. We do one well, and, and this and is it, what we do. Yeah, that's right. And my thing is three videos a week three lives a week, right. actually, actually that's up to five lives a week now. Wow. It, it's, it's, it's crazy, but you know, luckily I've got a good team around me, both in the marketing side and in the plumbing side. I have great people running the office. I have two customer service reps that are phenomenal. They're my dispatchers. They're, they're my directors of first impression. I've got the, the back of the house handled. I've got good plumbers out in the field. And over on the marketing side, I've got people that want to learn, that want to grow, and, and that are literally looking at what can we do to, to be the best people out there. And, and that's what I continuously try to do. So on that same kind of kind of follow up, because before you got here, we were talking about YouTube shorts and, you know, you're everywhere and you're even Grace said she she was stalking you and you're on TikTok. So from from being this, you know, you I mean, come on, Daryl Eves uses you as an example on on stuff. And he's like he's one of the godfathers, I think, of YouTube. Um, and you were on a show a couple of weeks ago. But 
um, what, you know, from somebody who goes from, you know, producing, you know, long form YouTube videos and all this stuff, and you're seeing the shorts stuff come available like TikTok and YouTube shorts and all that stuff. What are your thoughts on this, uh, you know, micro content kind of revolution that's going on? And um, we were, uh, the other thing is I know a lot of creators say, I'm going to do a separate YouTube channel versus I'm going to use it on my own channel. What are your thoughts on the whole YouTube shorts kind of thing? Yeah, I, I like the YouTube shorts. We're taking a little clip some, from some of our YouTube videos and posting them over there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, think about TikTok. Literally, we started TikTok about seven or eight months ago. I think we just went over 310,000 followers. Wow. But the big thing is, is when I was speaking at Adventure Reach last week, I, I looked down at my phone because they were counting, you know, this is how many stages we can get on and how many people we can be in front of and this. And I'm literally, I'm looking down at my phone. I'm like, okay, guys, in the last 28 days, I've, my videos have been seen over 20 million times and that's wow. a lot of views. <laughs> right. And even, even, I mean, even for a plumber, you know, uh, but 20 million views in 28 days. And, and a lot of that's TikTok, and, and that's not even counting Instagram, LinkedIn, in, any of the places like that. That is literally just YouTube and just TikTok, And that's just on my main channel on YouTube. We we've got the shorts channel. We're, we're starting another channel for the trade talks. I think we've got 350 subscribers. We hadn't even put a video up yet. But the neat thing about it is the message that you can get out there, even in a short, in, in, in that 15 second to, to one minute that you're doing on TikTok, you know, if you ask somebody, hey, have you thought about getting in the trades to completely change your life? And, and one thing that I talk about all the time is learning your way up. We, each one of us have learned our way up into social media from wherever we started at. And the funny thing is we all start at the same place and it's at zero. Right. And you okay. mentioned Daryl Eves, that first social media marketing world. It's so funny because I was walking down the hallway and I saw a placard out front, Jeff, that said, get in front of your customers using videos. That's all I saw. Now I'm a plumber at social media marketing world. So I think I'm there to learn Facebook. So I saw this placard. I walk in, I sit on the front row right in front of Daryl Eves. I have no idea who he is. The first words he says is YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. I literally shut my book, turned around to get up and I looked and there's people standing around the walls in the back of the room. And I thought, wow, he must know something. So I turned back around in time just to hear him say, and it's owned by Google, the largest search engine in the world. You'd be surprised how much he learned in the next 45 minutes because I realized he was the smartest person I knew. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is great. And, and his book, his new book is amazing, too. But I, I want to pull oh, this gosh. up from, from Martin. Um, just I want he and I, I agree with this. He goes, you are so impactful, Roger. I bet your mission to attract young adults searching for career opportunities goes beyond the U.S. Here in Canada, we are actually as what short on trades persons as well. So thanks Martin for that. Yeah. Uh, and, and I want to address Martin right there. We literally just got a message from Canada the other day, not don't remember the person's name, but they actually work with Justin Trudeau mm -hmm. and asked me if I would be interested in doing something up there. And I've actually tried reaching out to Justin Trudeau. He's a little more reachable than, you know, the presidents down here are, mm -hmm. uh, but I've tried reaching out to his people. I, 
I have people from Canada contact me all the time about getting in the trades. So Martin, thank you very much. I, I'm trying to help people all around the world do better. So as we kind of wrap this up, I wanted to a couple questions because I know a lot of people they're seeing and they're, and they're like, I know I, I love your story. Cause I think I remember seeing you cause both you and I have one of those, you know, faces. Yeah. The, you know, the mustaches and the stuff and you, you know, you, you see each other and you kind of, you know, look and see what the other guy is looking at. But I, I remember you at social media marketing world, but they see the success of like where you've gone and in, I mean, it's, it's a lot of work, but how long were you making videos before you really started seeing results? Not just like, you know, you've got people, you know, all these people calling you and your Daryl Eves is using you and all that stuff. But how long was before you like, Oh my gosh, I made the phone ring. I really did. It, it, you know, it, it probably took several months to a year to make the phone ring, but then once it did, it, it happened more often. And I remember, and it's probably about six months ago now that I was walking out of the office one day and Amber, one of my CSRs says, says, you know, we got three sewer jobs off TikTok. I mean, off YouTube. And, and I said, well, how, how do you know we got them? And she said, you know, we look, we ask people every time they call, how'd you hear about us? And these three particular people on jobs that we booked that day, we had already been out and done a sewer water test, realized they had slab leaks under their slabs. And I mean, those are three jobs that price anywhere from $5,000 to $80,000, depending on how bad it is. Mm -hmm. And it's not the kind of jobs you, 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 know, you root for or pray for or anything like that. But in the reality of it all, when you go test somebody's sewer under the house, that's a big problem. And it literally, YouTube is making our phone ring because we have put ourselves in a good position by, by sharing great content with people and showing people exactly what we do. And I was interviewed by the AMA yesterday, the, the Austin Marketing Association. And Jeff, I told him, look, what I'm doing is marketing. I'm just showing people what I do. I'm not advertising. I'm not selling. I'm not pushing. I show people what we do and then they want to call. So it's literally changed the business a lot. It's amazing. So uh, last question, I think, unless I think of another one. Uh, <laughs> what is the biggest mistake you see beginning creators make when they're first starting out? Business creators are trying to sell. They, they want to they sell immediately. Hey, send me your email address. You know, that way I can put you in a drip campaign or something. Another one is they're not gathering emails. And I know that that sounds funny because the first thing I say was well, most of them, you know, they want that email immediately. You've got to give people something. You've got to give them value. And if you'll give people great value, they'll follow you forever. They will, they will share information with you. They will reach out and try to contact you. And, and literally, we, like I said, we don't put things in there to try to sell anything to say, hey, look, if you got a problem, call me. I'll take care of it. I don't do that. I do not tell people how to get in touch with me, nothing at all, but, but they find me. And, you know, that may be something I've done wrong because I've never really had a strong call to action. But I, th I think new YouTube creators, they, they try to sell immediately or, or content creators, not just YouTube, but they try to sell immediately instead of bringing great value first. And, and I think that once they learn to bring the great value, that they're going to do very, very well. Okay. I promise this is the last question. So, uh, you know, you, the things that work well on for, for video content, it's usually educational or, you know, uh, entertainment and you kind of do 
both. You know, how one, you know, you don't think a plumber, uh, you know, a plumber's thing can be funny, but I've seen you crawl out of underneath people's houses and you've shown like what they've done. It's, it's kind of funny. Um, so how long was it, I guess, before you, you got your style and your flow, you know, how you can be that edutainment plumber on YouTube? Uh, how long did it take you to, to figure that out? The good thing is, is I don't think it took me very long. What, what you see is really me. The, the very first conference that, that I spoke at was VidCon. And I didn't even know what VidCon was when I got asked to speak at it. So uh, I speak at VidCon for LinkedIn and a guy came up to me after I spoke and, and said, I said, I don't know if you remember me. I said, yes, sir. We talked in the hallway here two days ago. He said, yeah. He says, I've watched your videos. I've talked to you in the hallway and I just listened to you on stage. You're the exact same person everywhere you're at. And I mean, I just started laughing and I'm like, oh my God, if I tried to be somebody else, that would drive me crazy. <laughs> and, and I mean, this is just me. And, that, and that's what I try to tell people is, look, don't try to be anybody else. Try to be you. Jeff, if I try to be you, people are going to say, man, you, 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 you sound like Jeff a lot, or you do a lot of the same things he does. I'm like, you know what? I just want to be me. Then I don't have to think about anything. Mm -hmm. It's just whatever flows out, flows out. And Unfortunately, I don't have a good filter, so sometimes that's not good, but it, it is what it is. Well, I think a lot of people maybe don't want to be Roger, but they want to be like Roger. And Roger, I thank you so much for being here today with with all the craziness that went on. But I want to give you a chance to let people know, I, I'm bringing up your lower third, but tell the people for the podcast what's the best place they can find you and connect with you. Yeah, to, to be honest, they can just go to rogerwakefield.com. If they are interested in getting into the trades, we have the tradesacademy.com. But uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. I, I love to talk to people and uh, I love to help people in any way I can. Awesome. Roger, thank you so much for being here today. Grace, thank you so much for sticking with uh, everything today that was going on. And, and I want to let you guys uh, know we are also a podcast. Um, you can you find us on all the, the podcasty players. But our next show is next Friday, June 25th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Amazon Live. Grace, thank you so much. Roger, thank you so much. Audience, thank you for all your great questions and sticking with us throughout the, the show today. Appreciate you, and we will see you guys next time. Bye now. Bye, everyone. Thank y'all both. Social Media News Live.